Greetings, salutations, and other fascinations. It's Rhyme and Reason 320. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason. Hey there, Tony here. Hope you're doing all right today. It's a beautiful day to be alive because any day you're alive is a beautiful day to be alive, regardless of the weather. So look outside. If you see rain, you see snow, you see sunshine. It's all the same as far as life goes, and I want you to remember that no matter how much is going on, how much is weighing on your shoulders today, we all have it. It's all weighing on our shoulders. Life is heavy, but it is awesome because it's a gift from God. You wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Him, and that has everything to do with why I started out saying greetings and salutations. So, I'm going to send you greetings and salutations, fellow humans. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't even know why I said that. Okay, um, listen to this. Dear Mom, or how about, hi, babe. That's just a couple of the ways people start letters and emails these days. Have you noticed that? There's no composition or journalistic award winners there, but they get the job done, I suppose. And who cares anyway, right? Well, besides me, I guess. I've been a fan, a fan? I've been a fan of language and vocabulary from probably just about the time I could speak. So I'm partial to a little more poetry and more rhythm, sparkle, depth. Because I think a more thought-out form of communication leads to more in-depth thinking. Now, imagine if our greetings and salutations were more like this. And I'm going to read an actual letter right out of the Bible. So, get ready. For those of you who don't want to hear that, this will be the time to hit the mute button, okay? Uh, I'm going to give you a chance. I'll give you a fair warning, give you a few seconds. Okay, here we go. Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth, which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word through preaching, which was committed to me according to the commandment of God, our Savior, to Titus, a true son in our common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For this reason, I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children not accused of dissipation or insubordination. For a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but hospitable, a lover of what is good, sober-minded, just, holy, self-controlled, holding fast the faithful word, as he has been taught, that he may be able, by sound doctrine, both to exhort and convict those who contradict. For there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, 
not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men who turn from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but even their mind and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men may be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded, in all things showing yourself to be a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you. Exhort bondservants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well-pleasing in all things, not answering back, not pilfering, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. But avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. Finally, when I send Artemis to you, or Tychicus, be diligent to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Send Zenus the lawyer and Apollo on their journey with haste, that they may lack nothing. And let our people also learn to maintain good works, to meet urgent needs, that they may not be fruitful. All who are with me greet you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Wow. 
Now that's a greeting and a salutation full of fascination and punctuation. It's from Paul's letter to Titus in the New Testament of the Bible. And in that opening to a rather short letter, by Paul's standards anyway, is the embodiment of the Christian faith. Christians, look at that. If you're a Christian, look at that. If you're not a Christian, learn from that. See what you can get out of that. And that does it for this episode of Rhyme and Reason, brought to you by TonyFunderburk.com. And as always, I want to remind you that there is a rhyme and reason to life because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason.